This is a special edition of the Lubetkin on Communications podcast for IABC Philadelphia on Monday, March 11th, 2019. Welcome to a special edition of the Lubetkin on Communications podcast. I'm your podcast host, Steve Lubetkin, and today we're spotlighting the International Association of Business Communicators, IABC. The Philadelphia chapter is having a program next week on March 21st at the Valley Forge Casino Resort in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, creating and maintaining high-performance culture during transformational change. You'll learn about new tools, techniques, and transitional strategies to ensure effective communication, facilitation, and management. The presenter's Beth Gordon, president of Accelerate Team Performance. She's been in the change agent role for many years. She spent a couple of decades with a global pharmaceutical company on the commercial and human resources sides of the business. And she's also worked in leadership development and as global head of organizational development. If you want to attend the event next week, you can go to iabcphilly.org and check the events page and you'll be able to register there for the program with Beth Gordon. Beth joined us for a few minutes from her office in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, to talk about some of the things she's going to highlight at the program next week and also to talk about some of the things people should be taking away about organizational change. Beth, thanks for taking the time to talk to us on the podcast. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. So talk a little bit about your business. How did you get into the practice and what do you do for your clients in terms of improving their ability to manage change? I came into this business through the very topic that I'm going to talk about, and that is through change and experiencing change at a company that I worked for for over 20 years. And um, during that time, like every company, um, we went through extensive change. And there were a few experiences that really stood out in my head where there was such a great collaboration amongst the leadership, um, the people that were uh, helping to lead the change, the communications teams. And um, it really allowed me to see what transformational change looks like versus more of a transactional change. So um, during my my years there, I worked in different capacities where I um, led people through change, worked on change at very the very highest levels of the organization, mostly on aligning teams. And communication was always at the core of it. Is change particularly hard for people to uh, get their uh, comfort level around? It's so funny because as you know, the saying goes is it's you're always in change, right? It's, uh, you know, there is no stagnation. People actually get bored when they're stagnant. And um, that's when sort of the even more of the rumor mill starts going. But um, that just that word change, uh, we have to sort of change that nomenclature because it really has made people um, sort of uh, go to maybe one of their most fearful places. But it's how can we get people to shift from a place of fear to a place of opportunity? So what are some of the things you do to get people to shift? So some of the pe- things that, I, that I've done is really to open up the basis of everything, Steve, as, as you probably know, is just building a foundation of trust and knowing that everybody comes to work to do, to do great things and um, everybody's trying to build and not tear down for the most part. 
So some of the things that I do around trust are really to get teams to work together differently, to um, appreciate the diversity of the team and really try to harness those strengths, uh, rally around a vision or and a mission of the team that aligns to the higher company and celebrate, like really stop and just celebrate when they've had these great wins instead of keeping their head down and going on and working. So those are, those are some of the ways that, some of the things that I do as outcomes of a lot of different initiatives, whether they're long-term initiatives or whether they're just one or two day programs. In the course of the time you've been doing this, and it's been a long time, what are some of the things you've seen companies do that you maybe wish they had done differently? What are some of the, the pitfalls of trying to do change and doing it wrong? Right. I would say um, sponsorship is probably one of the biggest pitfalls is when you don't have sponsorship at the highest level or you don't have a senior leader that's really that really um, has a stake in it. Uh, that's where I see that that change just can't even get off the ground. So it really does take a team of people that are aligned and willing to flex and think differently, um, but also be very consistent in what they're doing and rewarding along the way to try to get the behavior to shift. Of course, the flip side of that is you've probably seen some companies and organizations that have done this kind of change effectively. What are some examples of uh, really good quality, successful change? One of my favorite examples was a change that I was part of where uh, the senior leader rallied behind most everything that everybody wanted to do to help create this culture shift. Um, There was always a, a big engaged group that was part of this, that it wasn't one person dictating it. It was more of a bottoms up approach so that the people that are actually doing the work and feeling this change have input into it. So um, that that's probably the most, uh, the one, the, the few times that I've seen it done really most effectively. And that's not always very easy because it takes um, people to be very flexible and to try things that are very out of the box. But I would say when it has happened and it's really uh, been, been sustainable, it's when there's constant, um, there's constant movement towards the change, and it's not just an event, but it is more of a transformational experience. So now on March 21st, you're going to be giving sort of a crash course to the IABC mm-hmm. Philadelphia chapter. Uh, the program's yeah. called Creating and Maintaining High Performance Culture During Transformational Change. Can you give us a preview of some of the things you're going to be talking about and what people will get out of it and take away? Sure. So, um, you know, some of the outcomes or the objectives of it are first to really describe your role in change. So as a communicator, because I'm coming at this from an OD professional, but as a communicator, um, what do you want your role in change to be? Are you more, um, are you reactive? Are you proactive? Do you have a seat at the table? Uh, Do you want a seat at the table? Uh, And how do you interpret, really, what transformational change looks like versus transactional change? Another outcome is going to be, how can we challenge traditional communication models? Like, what are some of the best practices out there that we can take from everybody in this room and harness and move forward? 
And then again, it's always around, you know, are we assessing, we're assessing key stakeholders, but have we assessed the key stakeholders that we know are going to be our naysayers and really try to bring them in differently? And also exploring ways to accelerate this change curve. So everything is always around this change curve, but how can we do it faster? How can we um, make it more enjoyable for, for everybody that wants to be a part of it? So those are some of the objectives. And really the outcomes are gonna be um, shared best practices through, the, through, the, um, through IABC, for, through all the participants that are there, is really learning from each other because everybody comes to it from such a different point of view. You know, some people might be in a large corporation, some people might be in a mom and pop company, but still change happens. And it's recognizing the change and getting ahead of it. So it's what are some of the tools and techniques that other people have used that I can also share that I've used and different transformational strategies to ensure effective communications. Do you have any particular advice for people who are facing an anticipated change in an organization and uh, don't know how to prepare themselves for it? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, it depends on what that change is. You know, is it a, is it a process um, or it's really to understand what it is and really articulate what you are trying to do. So, um, you know, the one thing that I would definitely recommend is to get that team together to be more of the reactive person or the proactive person and not the reactive person to get to the table first to rally the support of this of of you know high level sponsors and and get it to be filtered throughout throughout whatever their organization is to have enough people to really understand how the change impacts people at every level do you have any uh, thoughts on what other kinds of change people are likely to encounter over the next couple of years as, as the workplace continues to evolve dramatically? Yes. So, um, you know, a lot of the change that I focus on is more around people change. And as you can see, the shift into the organization of um, different generations, so millennials coming into the organization and wanting to work differently, and people that are leading these organizations you know, being um, baby boomers and getting um, both parties to really understand different ways of working and to adapt those ways of working and build that foundation of trust. So, you know, those are some of the things that I really see coming in that's going to affect everybody, no matter, you know, it, not discriminating on size of organization or type of type of organization or industry. Uh, you're broadly optimistic about uh, the nature of change over the next few years? I am. I mean, I think it's exciting. And, and if I wasn't optimistic, um, being pessimistic is not going to get anybody anywhere. So it's really, you know, what what are the positive things? How can we reframe this to say, you know, what are the, what are the positives that come out of having this multi-generational organization? And how can we prepare our or um, millennial generation or younger generations to be the next heads of the company. Beth Gordon's president of Accelerate Team Performance. Beth is going to be appearing at the IABC Philadelphia chapter on March 21st. More information at iabcphilly.org. Beth, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Steve. 
We hope you enjoyed this preview of the IABC Philadelphia program on March 21st with Beth Gordon. If you'd like to attend the program, just visit iabcphilly.org and check out the events page to find out more information about the program and how to register right there on the website. We produce these programs in the studios of Professional Podcasts. It's a division of our Lubetkin Media Companies based here in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. For everyone at IABC Philadelphia and Professional Podcasts, I'm Steve Lubetkin. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you out there on the net. Take good care.